everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, it is the birthday year, 24. Hopefully, everyone is enjoying their 24th birthday, if it is this year. No one likes you when you're 23, but 24 is where you get out of it. Get that Mamba mentality at 24. Mamba mentality. And I'm sure Matt will be talking about that later on the show today. Uh, But one thing I want to say before we get started in entertainment topics, uh, we have a decent amount of fans of the Funny Business Podcast. It's very unusual. Uh, Today, Matt, I was talking to one of my students. They're like, yeah, I listened to one of your episodes. And I'm like, oh, dear God, you listen to one of our episodes. But one person in particular likes watching the YouTube videos of our podcast, um, who who is that? I don't want to mention who because it'll okay. Because I, I, the reason why I want to bring it up is because they said to me that I'm probably drinking too much beer on the podcast. Mm. Well, um, to say that, yep. Okay. Listen, yeah. <laughs> there's there's not enough beer in the world that can help us do this podcast. And we do this podcast better when we're tipsy. <laughs> if that makes any sense. In the wise words of the song Dr. Demento, and that's probably one of my great grandma's favorite polka songs, God Rest Your Soul. In heaven, there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. So A wise man. A wise man. <laughs> no, I mean there's there's no better way to do a podcast than have a beer with you. I'm on my second period today just because crap, I cracked man. one open early. Well, you know, playoff baseball started today, so I had to celebrate. Yeah, but we will certainly get into those sports topics, Matt. It is my turn to start off, Absolutely. as it always, as always. is. <laughs> uh, Matt, we, we got a couple for you today. Uh, some things that are changing, of course. Of course, Matt, we made it to October. Thank goodness. Yes. What scares the hell out of me is we're recording this in September, late September of this week. And it's kind of scary because we're not 100% sure if we're actually going to make it to October. But <laughs> that, is, that is crazy to think about. Damn. We, we are here. Time, time is like, sometimes it's hard to understand time. You know? Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I think the biggest thing is like when we see kids that grow up and they're like, yeah, I'm yeah. like in high school. And we're like, you're in high school? Yeah. And it's funny because like, like our friends' parents just be like, oh, you're growing up so fast. And we're like, no, we're not. And now, like, my buddies have, like, uh, brothers that are, like, seniors in high school. It's like, where the hell did that come from? Right. Like, I can't even believe, like, Trent's a sophomore in high school now. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, Like, when we started playing Fortnite with him, he was in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, well, and what's, what's, yeah, I mean, everybody's growing up. I mean, we are, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. World's crazy. But speaking of time and speaking of counting down towards 2020, the the worst year ever. (laughs) Yeah. Thank Uh, God thought we'd like to bring up the topic about New Year's Eve and the celebration at New York City. Now, Matt, have you ever been to New Year's Eve? I know I've I don't think I've ever asked you this. Have I been to like New York New, York New Year's City. Eve? I have not. No. I mean, I watch I watch it every year with whatever wherever I'm at, but I've never actually been. I haven't had a strong interest in going because I hear like you can't really go to the bathroom without going right next to the people and next to you and that kind of freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, I don't think anybody's going to be worrying about that this year because they just announced that it is going to be held a virtual celebration of New Year's Eve. Now, to this, it makes total sense because, number one, it's definitely more than 250 people at this moment in time. Uh, we're obviously, talking from Pennsylvania uh, state legislature and, and the terms of that, uh, it's right. more, definitely more than 250 people. Uh, but as far as that, the, the people who 
put together the New Year's Eve celebration kind of came together and it's like it's the fact that you know people in close proximity uh there is the one quote that's from the the guy named Tim Tompkins this is this is a report by CNN uh Tim Tompkins is the president of the Times Square Alliance uh said that one thing that will never change is the ticking of time like you said Matt yeah. uh and the arrival of a new year at midnight on December 31st and I don't know about you Matt but I am hoping and praying we make it to those ticking time moments of December 31st getting into 2021. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's sad that 2020 is going to be over in two short months, hopefully short months, who knows. But this is the most 2020 way to end 2020. And I don't think anyone's surprised because like if they would have had New Year's Eve in person in New York City, we would have had the stories afterwards being like, oh, this person got COVID. They're at New York City. Then yes. how do you get, tell people they got a quarantine and all that fun stuff? But there's no more fitting way to end 2020 than just having a virtual celebration to end 2020. I'm totally looking okay right now on this podcast, but tomorrow's our, our first ever virtual homecoming. <laughs> yes. So it's... uh. It's the most 2020, you said it best, Matt, it's the most 2020 thing to ever occur is the fact that we're hosting a virtual New Year's Eve celebration, which to me, uh, kind of a hot take is that I would prefer this over an actual New Year's Eve celebration of Times Square in New York, having like everybody put together because, yeah, it's kind of cool, like you got the live concerts, but you can only imagine what the virtual things that are capable of now. You're not going to have any, I'll say, wardrobe malfunctions. You're not going to have any technical difficulties. You're not going to have people lip syncing. Like, you may have a legit performance now because it's more focused on the production aspect rather than the actual event aspect. And also, I think this is something that maybe a lot of people don't consider, but like Ryan Seacrest might be able to do this from his home with his family and friends. Rion like Seacrest. Yes. And these celebrities that do these performances, maybe they can do a performance somewhere and still be able to have a celebration with their family and friends that they normally don't get to do. I don't know if they, you know, if family and friends travel with them on this time, but it might be a little normalcy, not normalcy, but it might be a nice way for everyone to be together with a few family, maybe some friends, like small groups, nothing big. Obviously, not. please don't have like a huge thousand person, hundred person party with people you don't know. It's just not the time for that. But it'll be, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the end of the year. I think no one is sad that 2020 is going to be gone. And as I saw someone post on Facebook today, before we go into 2021, I would like to read the terms and agreements before before we enter. <laughs> Even though nobody reads them. <laughs> That's also true. Just maybe like a guideline or two. I'd like to know. Matt, what I think is hilarious, we were talking about Ryan Seacrest doing it from his home and, and spending time with his family. I was kind of curious and I'm like, is Ryan Seacrest married? So literally I started typing, is Ryan Seacrest? And the first term that comes up is, is Ryan Seacrest single? Um, so I think he is married, right? He just broke up with Shayna oh, Taylor. That's right. I did uh, hear in that. June. <laughs> I did so, hear uh, that. 
Maybe it's a little lonely time for Mr. Rion Seacrest. <laughs> you know, it gives him more time to, to find himself and spend some time with the family and figure out what he wants to do in life. Well, not what he wants to do in life, but <laughs> I think he knows what he wants to do so, in Ryan, life. So, Ryan, but, you know, any idea he, what you want to do see, with your this life, this is maybe? going from someone who doesn't have their life together. Ryan Seacrest <laughs> does have his life together, so he's all good. <laughs> I mean... The guy, the guy, I swear to God, that guy has literally been everywhere. Hosts his own he radio everything. show, American Idol, New Year's Rockin' Eve, all these things just culminate into Ryan Seacrest himself. So I just find it, I was like, is he single or is he married? And like the quick Google search, I was like, that, that's why you saw me making faces. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, I did hear he was recently single. He's got to be like the hottest guy on the market right now. Right. Yes. <laughs> Because we know everything about guys. <laughs> well, I, I, I imagine people would be lining up to date Ryan Seacrest. Don't think you would have a problem in that in that no. department. I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, you know, hopefully everybody gets to enjoy uh, New Year's Eve safely. I'm sure safely. we'll probably be talking about it in a couple months again when we're still on this podcast. That's going to be episode. So if there's a hundred, it's probably going to be a hundred days. So oh, that's, that's seventy divided by. Um, I forget. I, I feel like we'll be episode forty something, maybe. That's a that's a lot of math to do right now. And yeah. I'm on beer number two, <laughs> so that's just not going to happen. We'll next episode we'll update what episode that'll be. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go back in time. Watch, we're actually gonna have this podcast studio, and it's gonna be totally cool, and we're gonna be fine, and it's just life is gonna be great. <laughs> yes, uh, it's always gonna be great. Right. So uh, moving on to the next topic, I thought this was very interesting, uh, Matt. We are talking about uh, President Richard Nixon. And yes. it, it's a little confusing because Richard Nixon is not in office, um, is not in the presidency, is not into politicking. I don't want to say he's dead, but he is. Uh, yes. God, let's let's do a quick. See, this is the thing like. I'll know presidents, but I'm just never sure. He's like deceased. he is okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> 1994. Uh, I think the Jimmy Carter is the earliest president that's still alive. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he may have passed away last year. Order of presidents. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. How many presidents are alive? I'm pretty sure he passed away last year. I could be totally wrong. Well, there's Jimmy Carter. Okay. And then there's Ronald Reagan. Here we go with our history, folks. Oh, man. <laughs> and then George H.W., who passed away. Okay. And then Bill Clinton, Bush, Obama, and Trump. George H.W. Uh, was the one that I was thinking that passed away. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see here. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy is... When was when did he say... Yeah, how old is he? He's, He's got to be in his 90s. 95 years old. Damn. Good you know you, what, President Matt? Oh, Carter. my God. He is going to be 96 yesterday. Like, so Thursday, he's going to be 96. Oh, man. So happy, happy bladed birthday, birthday. Jimmy Carter. President Carter. Listening. What a guy. A true American hero. Um, so, back, back to history lesson, saying happy birthday. You never know what you're going to get here with the Funny Business God Podcast. Did any? Well, yeah. Speaking of which, so... This story came up. Uh, I was watching uh, a TV show, and they, they talked about this, and I thought it'd be a great topic to talk about, Matt. Um, so Richard Nixon, uh, 60 years ago, uh, was at a little get-together um, and had a couple sandwiches. Uh, and, you know, uh, 
Richard Nixon decided to have a sandwich, but only ate half of it. Uh, put the sandwich down, started walking away. A teen picks it up and is now preserving it. He's had it for the past 60 years. So I don't, I don't know if I've been watching too much Among Us, but this is a little sus. A little sus. I, I got a lot of sus on this dude. Who, first of all, who would think, oh, that guy just ate a half-eaten sandwich. I'm going to keep it. I know it's President Nixon, but still. Second, 60 years. What do you do with that thing for 60 years? What are you going to do with that? That's, there's no way someone's going to buy this. Like, this isn't going to make you rich or, like, help pay for your kids' expenses or anything like that. I mean, listen, anytime you see on eBay, you'll find, you know, Harry Styles' worn headband. And it's selling for thousands of dollars because it's Harry Styles. Like, but that's different from food. What are you going to do? You can't eat it. Just put it in the jar. Like, it's just the preservation of this freaking half-eaten sandwich. I didn't even get to the guy's name yet. Deserves it. Steve Jenny, J-E-N-N-E, um, has been perver- preserving this sandwich for the past 60 years. And he has it in this little jar. I don't know, man. That's weird. He, it's even in the article, like, he overheard the conversation of saying President Carter said it was good, a really good, good sandwich. Th- like, was this guy eavesdropping? I need this guy. I got sus on this guy. He's he, It's a little suspicious to me. Come on. I've Again, here's these eBay stories of people selling celebrities, worn. I mean, do you have any idea, like, people collect things, like, of celebrities or, like, people? Yeah, they collect like stuff they've worn, not something they ate. Like this saliva could be on there. Like that's the food's got to be rotten. It's got to smell awful. Like why? Why not? Not to get political, but what if we can take that saliva and make another Richard Nixon? My brain can't comprehend like cloning and all that shit. So I don't know about <laughs> that. I'm not smart enough for that. I just this is weird. Like how much do you think this could sell on eBay? I hate to say it. But I feel like it's priceless because it's, now, okay. it's a president. <laughs> Let's calm down there. It's a buffalo. First of all, it's a buffalo barbecue sandwich. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That does sound pretty good. I mean, come on. Who else would say that's a really bad sandwich? Richard Nixon knows his sandwiches. He does, but there's no reason, there's no reason to keep it for 60 years. Like at this point, for I can understand maybe keeping it for like a year or so. What's the point 60 years? Like, what? Why? I just, I can't comprehend the story at all. What are you doing with it? He said, I don't think he has an interest in selling it. No, I, he said in the report, this was a report by Fox News. um, He said that as long as I am living, that sandwich will be stored in my freezer in a container that's labeled save. Don't throw away. Oh, because he's going to forget that it's Richard. This, this guy's sus. I got I don't why trust is he this sus? Guy. Because why? First of all, he like eavesdropped onto the conversation, like heard everything that he said, then walks away. Was like, oh, I don't see anyone else taking it. Maybe I should take it. Who's gonna? Who? What normal person goes and just picks up someone's sandwich? I don't care who's eating it. I'm not touching it. So you mean to tell me that? Let's see here. Let's say Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter has a nice Diet Coke, if that's his thing. Okay. Probably more so Coke. Probably more so Coke. I don't Diet think Coke. Derek Jeter drinks soda. Okay, what if he drinks, let's say, uh, oh, God, Fiji. Fiji water. Okay. 
I don't know where that came from, but okay. Completely just empties it and then throws it away. You wouldn't pick it up? No, it's trash. It's worthless. No one's... First of all, also this, can he prove that Richard Nixon ate that sandwich? Can he prove it? I don't think so. Exactly. I'm pretty sure there's been eyewitnesses that has confirmed that, yes, that's the sandwich that he took from Richard Nixon. This is just weird. He ate like his. That's just gross. It's gross. It's gross. Well, yeah. What I mean, of he, course it's gross. What if this was like 2020? Someone took like Donald Trump's sandwich and gets Corona because he touched the sandwich. <laughs> like, just they're, they're so. That's so gross. Also, someone wrote a book about this. Did you see that in the article? So yes. there was a, an author that interviewed this dude and wrote a book. There is zero percent chance anyone read that book. Zero. Who would read a book about a guy having a sandwich from Richard Nixon 60 years ago? I don't know why I'm so heated over this. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that that is the most. This guy's. I'm. I. I'm. I don't like this guy. I've got. I'm keeping my eye on this guy. (laughs) I don't. I don't trust him. He's not going to take your sandwich away, Matt. You don't know that. I mean, what yeah, if he's like a cereal sandwich taker? A cereal sandwich taker. He just goes to Subway and just like steals people's sandwiches out, of, or out of the garbage. Okay, so what? to what extent would you get a piece, I guess memorabilia, let's call it. I mean, I know a sandwich is not a memorabilia, but like... To what extent would you say, you know what, I'm going to take it because that's that was touched or that was used or that was done by so-and-so? Um, if it can be used again, I would take it. Like if it was something they wore, like maybe a bracelet that they wore during the Emmys or if it's a sports player, like I would grab a headband that was used like to win, like a guy wore to win the NBA Finals. That's kind of cool. A sandwich you can get any place, anytime. If it's something unique... <laughs> That you can't ever get ever again, I would take it. I thought it was funny. I, a little side story here with the, uh, I think I said a couple episodes ago with the Harlem Globetrotters, that, that one yes. crazy experience I had. So I remember we got done with photos and there was a little kid that came up to me, still in uniform, like still had the red, white, and blue. And, you know, the kid was, was talking. And so it, another weird story, too. I had an autograph session at the end, too. Which I saw was that. Like even crazier. I did see I'd that. Signed about over maybe two hundred things. My signature is worth nothing. Maybe it'll be worth eventually after. I should have gotten your autograph. Big. Could you imagine if you got I my should've. autograph? Just put it up on our <laughs> wall junior year in our room. That ah, oh, that was a damn it. That was a good opportunity. I mean, if you want an autograph, still I can still sign. Nah, so. nah, I'm good. <laughs> so the girl, the girl comes up and like sweet, sweetest little girl ever. Like wants to play basketball. Has been practicing and. You know, me being a coach at the time, I asked, I said, have you been practicing? And they're like, yeah. And then, of course, the mom jumps in was like, oh, well, you know, she could use a wristband. <laughs> and meanwhile, I had like two on both of my arms. And I'm like, OK, like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. I said, you promise me you'll practice and you'll get better. And she goes, absolutely. I was like, OK, here you go. Here's your wristband. So, that's actually cute. <laughs> yeah, I dude, I, I'm surprised. I mean, I don't do you really think she still has that wristband. Oh, yeah. You think? I mean, they probably washed it. But well, I would hope so. I think she does. I really, I really, really think she does. No, that, that's actually really cool. I really hope that by the time, I, it's going to be funny when 
you'll see because I think she's local, obviously, at least to the area that I'm living in. Right. Hopefully, like I'll see her on like the front page of the news of like the sports section of like her high school team, and she's doing really well. And I'm like, maybe I was the reason why. Like, hey, who knows? What if she makes the WNBA, dude? Then she'd be more famous than I would. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but. Matt, I'm I'm really sorry I got you heated in this first half of the funny business podcast. This is just weird. Like, why? If you're not going to sell it, why keep it? Like, does this guy? I don't know. That's just very odd. Maybe he's a hoarder. We don't we don't know. That sounds like something a hoarder would do. (laughs) I got this uh, half chewed bacon, crispy bacon from uh, uh, Johnny Carson. (laughs) That thing's got to smell, and I know you keep it in like a container. That that can you have to. What, uh, it's uh, whatever. Well, I'm going to change topics because please, like you're getting in the little heated at the time. But uh, our final topic for today, Matt, I thought I would talk about something a little interesting, and it kind of inspired me from uh, at the time of this recording yesterday. I sent you a, a very uh, interesting video from uh, Barstool Sports. Yeah, uh, I I will uh, say it in this way because I obviously. Like it, it's an explicit podcast. Yeah, but you better better pick your words um, carefully. So it was a person, and, and Matt and I always send us the weirdest stuff. Like it never, there's never a uh, what do you call it? There's never a uh, a censor censor to uh, no. anything that we send. No. Um, the weirder uh, the better. Yeah, the weirder the better. So I I I don't want to assume, but the man looked homeless, um, and had a rubber chicken. Uh, and let's just say he was choking the rubber chicken at his neck um, and was sliding his hand up and down from his neck. So he's choking the chicken. Uh, and he had it positioned somewhere down below, above the feet and below that, the stomach. Yeah, it could make you think of another thing down there. Yes. Anyway, so I said to Matt, <laughs> forget what you said. I'm going to look it up because I forget what you said. I, yeah, I, I was... I was very freaked out. <laughs> it, it was, it Literally. was, it was a weird video. You said that's frightening. <laughs> yes, no, it was frightening. Not that like I'm making fun of the guy. It was just it, the motion was weird right. and the placement was. It was bad timing. Right. So I thought today what we would talk about is if you had to choose a video to make someone upset or mad, upset or mad, it's kind of still in the same category. Yeah. Scared or creeped out what video and i'll put it together videos would you show them so i had a few that came to mind oh gosh really the first yeah the first one this is kind of like funny but also like scared you ever seen those videos of like nature and it just starts off as nature and then all of a oh, sudden the space just pops oh, up oh my gosh yeah it's the car thing yes like it's yeah, the yeah, car yeah, that's yeah, driving yeah. following yeah. the car and there's like a little yes that like i feel like comes up uh, like that <laughs> I feel like people don't get fooled by that anymore because it happens so much. But that happened, like, when we were in, like, elementary school, middle school. Like, if we did that to, like, middle schoolers now, do you think they know about that video? I feel like it comes to, a, a like, a operant conditioning. Like, once you see that video, you're like, crap, I need to stop watching because I'll, yeah, I'll get scared. Yeah, but, like, that was a thing back in our childhood. Like, I don't know if that that's still popular today, but that's definitely one of the first ones I would show them. It's still on YouTube, I think. I'm not. Gonna yeah, oh yeah. There's tons of them. What's what do you? Before I say my second one, I want to hear if you have any. So I'm not <laughs> ingrown hair. <laughs> Those Doctor Pimple Popper stuff. 
See, people love those videos. I know people love those stuff, yeah. but then some other times people find them so they do. Gross. Yeah, it's like hit or miss. Yeah, some of I them mean, are cool, some of them are weird. Like, there's some that literally look like it bugs that are coming out of the person's like skin. Yes, like that's that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's very, 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 very nasty. That, that's nasty. <laughs> yes. Um, the other one that I had is people hate spiders. A while ago, I saw a vi- now. What did I say? Saw a video. I saw it for two seconds and scrolled past it because I was, I shit my pants. <laughs> There's a video of a giant spider from Australia. Yep, eating a snake. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, do you want to know where the direction I was going towards? What there was there was a spider that was on the kitchen floor, and the guy had a broom, and the guy whacked it, but then. A bunch of other spiders, like small oh, spiders, no. about like hundreds of them, like started crawling out of like the spider's like body. It's like that Whoa. is terrifying. Yeah, no, this was a giant ass spider in Australia. Australia, if you live in Australia, like willingly, like move, not live, like born and raised there. If you willingly move to Australia with all the spiders and snakes they have, you're a psycho. <laughs> like Australia is a very nice place, but that I, I could not live there. This spider was legit eating a snake. And it was like a giant snake. All the way down under. Uh, dude, it, I almost puked. It was gross. Oh, man. It was oh, disgusting. Gosh. Did you have one more? No. Okay, I thought, I you thought said I did, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm trying to think what's an, what's another one. I find it, um, I don't want to say interesting, but like, I think like you were saying, like those, uh, so to go back on those like scare, like those jump scares. Yeah. I remember I wasn't sleeping the best and there was like some type of like meditation. I was just like uh, uh, meditation for sleeping and I had my headphones in and it was it was a jump scare. Somebody literally tried putting a meditation in a jump scare and it completely like I remember I had my hands like, you know, the, the usual like hands holding up the phone like as you're laying down. And I remember I just flung my iPod because I was just like, <gasps> And luckily, my headphones caught it, but I, I was I was scared out of my damn mind when I saw that. You could probably tell I probably wasn't sleeping the best that night. No. Even after that. So. No, that was, that was not a smart video to watch. It's also like those videos of like, I saw one on TikTok, like there's a guy standing on like a cliff, or not a cliff, like a bridge, Okay, but it's a pretty, pretty steep bridge. Yeah. And there's a basketball hoop at the bottom, and they acted like they were trying to throw the basketball hoop into the hoop. So you watch it go down, and then all of a sudden the camera turns to underneath the hoop, and the ball flies like right at the camera and makes him jump. Oh, yeah, those those ones that... Um... Wow, wow, wow. Okay, big yikes. Internet just went completely out. We are doing this remote as all COVID-19 has done, just like New Year's Eve and, and all yes. that stuff. So, um I mean, we're kind of at the first half hour of the show, so I mean, to be I honest, guess, I don't remember where we left really? off at either. <laughs> so it's kind of tough to pick back uh, up. I, Matt, after twenty-four episodes, I don't think we've ever had this issue. No, one time I don't know. It was like episode six or seven. You cut out for like two seconds, and I freaked out, and that was about it. Oh my god, I thought you did too. Like, <laughs> I thought you did just now. Like, I was like, <laughs> I just took a pause. <laughs> Now we're going to be on Ed's the rest of the, the rest of the podcast. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. Oh, jeez. You, like, holy crap. Dude, you froze so perfect in your, oh, my God. 
<laughs> Holy shit. That was right. awesome. You gonna... froze perfectly. <laughs> like, you didn't move an inch. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Before any of this happens, we're just going to go to commercial break. When we come back, yes. Matt has his sports topics. Hopefully, we stay a strong connection here on the Jeez. Funny Business Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Oh, man, I got to get back to my headspace. Right. We we are going to start with the MLB because as of recording of this podcast, the playoffs started today. So the playoffs are a little different from previous years. There are eight teams in each league. There is a wild card series, which is three game series, three games in a row, no days off. So seeds one through four host them at the home bar park, home ballparks. After the wild card series, the winners go to the bubble. So the National League bubble is in Texas. So they are playing at the Astros Stadium and the Rangers' new stadium. The American League is in California. They are playing at Dodger Stadium and the Padres Stadium. And then the World Series will be held in Texas because it's their new stadium and they get views on all the new stadium, which kind of looks like a warehouse on the outside. I haven't really seen the inside. But regardless, it's nice to have baseball playoffs back. The schedule's absolutely insane. This past week's schedule was insane, all three games in a row. Wednesday had eight games total. And obviously, we're recording during the first day of the playoffs, which is the American League. We're both Yankees fans. Mike, I hate to say it, I have zero expectations going into the playoffs. I will be happy if we win a game. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it just ever since COVID happened and then ever since we talked about the injuries, it just, it's not working out for them. And I find that very disappointing. And, you know, I think like we talked about before, they just need to stay healthy in order for them to get a better seating, a better chance. And they just are stuck in the mud with all of these other great baseball teams. Yeah. it sucks now. Cause like the last week they're pretty healthy. Like no one on offense is missing and they just can't hit. And they have, like, no pitching outside of Garrett Cole, which hopefully he did well. I think he'll do well. I just don't have any faith in the offense. And it kind of sucks because, like, this is the team that we could have next year. And this offense, if it doesn't stay healthy and they can't drive together, like, this scenario could happen for a full season next year. And it kind of sucks because, like, you don't have a whole lot of people to replace because not a lot of contracts are running up. Tanaka is a free agent in the offseason. They better freaking sign him because he's their second best pitcher Mm -hmm. and we could just have a whole nother scenario of guys not hitting and they can't move guys when they're on base and it's home run or nothing and then it comes the next season and you're in the same place and then what do you do you can't move off of stanton stanton has an option this year a player option that he's gonna take because he's gonna make like 200 freaking million dollars in the next Mm -hmm. seven seasons and then you got to pay guys like Judge. They got to maybe pay Gary Sanchez, who did not start game one. I'm hoping he doesn't start game two. I'm done with Gary Sanchez. He sucks. And, yeah, it's just a great time to be a Yankees fan. Going back to the playoffs, I thought we would just throw out a prediction, like a World Series prediction. Okay. Now, I, me personally, I haven't really been paying attention to other teams other than the Yankees. But this will just be fun to see if it happens. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Do you want me to give the teams first? Please. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, Blue Jays, Rays, White Sox, Athletics, the who's the three six uh, Astros, Twins, and then Yankees, Indians on the American League. 
in the National League, we have Brewers Dodgers. We have Reds at the Braves. We have Marlins at the Cubs. And Padres, uh, Cardinals at the Padres. I'm going to say Padres and... <laughs> Screw it. Um, the Astros. Oh, okay. I I really hope the Astros prediction is wrong. Me too. Uh, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say the A's and the Cubs. I think the A's are going to win. I I really hope the Dodgers don't make it again because they just I'm tired of watching the Dodgers in the pro season. I, just, I saw it was funny because I saw a graphic of like oh like the MLB playoffs are here and I was like okay where's the Yankee like where's the Yankee player because they had like a star player on from every team. It wasn't Judge. It wasn't Stanton. I think it was DJ LeMahieu. LeMahieu. Yeah. He's a free agent this offseason. If they don't give him a blank check and tell him to fill it out, I'm going to be pissed because he is the only person that's consistent on offense. I feel like anytime the Yankees are the one team that they can actually just give somebody a blank check to to do it. So That's that's true. Them and the Dodgers. LeMahieu also made history. He was the first player ever to lead the National League and American League in batting average in different seasons, which is pretty cool. And they had Luke Voigt uh, led all of Major League Baseball in home runs, but they still suck. Moving on to another story in baseball. This was a story that actually happened a few months ago, back in June. But there is a fan in Milwaukee who, I don't want to say broke into Miller Park, but he got into the stadium without any security stopping him on a random day started getting on the tractors. I don't know how he got on the tractor. I don't know if it was just on the field, but he just started tearing up the dirt and tearing up the infield. Like there's video of him just driving the tractor and just ripping up the dirt. And he caused about $40,000 in damages to the field. And I believe he's facing charges. How do how does, how does a guy just walk into the stadium and just do this? Like, I don't how, what? I mean, uh... Yeah, you, you. I hate to to use this phrase, but you ruin. If someone ruins it once, they're gonna ruin it for all. And I feel like out of this, like, who knows? Miller Park may not have been the most secure place. I mean, it could gone through and could have been some door that was unlocked, or could have been some you know place that people just didn't think twice and saw the person go by. I mean, you've seen TikToks of like construction places like having a guy with a hard hat in a safety vest and like walking around be like hey what's up like going going through and having no issue whatsoever but i you know i i think it's just a lesson learned they're gonna take precautions next time of course with this whole covid thing like you never know who's gonna be in and or out or as far as like employee personnel like there was a lot of furloughs and layoffs with every business and organization across the united states Absolutely. so especially sports Right. So I think just this instance where it's like maybe it just was an accident and it turned into something really bad. Like, I don't think it was totally a blunt on purpose thing. Like, I think it was a complete accident made by a member of the, quote, field staff. And it just happened. So the reason I say I don't want to say he broke in, the gate was wide open. So he just walked in the gate. Again, could be and could then, be grounds crew. Like could be could be facilities or grounds crew that left the gate open for him to just prance on in. Could be. So he just walked in the gate, saw no one stopped him, kept walking, walked on the field, no one stopped him, and just did the damage. Now, as someone who's worked in baseball, and now this is just minor league baseball, but you're told whenever no one should be in the ballpark, like fans, 
Mm-hmm. Like the gates are not just closed, but they are locked. Like that's a you 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 know. And as someone that's been in the ballpark by myself multiple times, you're specifically told, and I was just an intern, make sure everything is locked, office doors, every alarms are set before you leave. And you have to know you have to lock this door before that door, and this door sets off your alarm, that one doesn't. Like you're it's imprinted in your brain to make sure everything's closed and everything's locked. That's at a minor league level. A major league level, I feel like, should be even more emphasized. I, like, from a business idea, I just don't understand how you leave the gate wide open and how just no one stopped him. That just blows my mind from a business perspective. Also, $40,000 is a lot of damage through. Yeah, I think, again, it was just uh, someone's going to get fired, I guess is the best way to put it. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's an honest mistake that somebody just did not lock the gate and, hey, Lesson learned. You lock the gate every time now. That's a $40,000 lesson learned for (laughs) sure. Uh, Moving on to the NBA. We are finally after, let's see, the season started late October. So we're almost a year to the start of the season, and we are at the NBA Finals. The bubble is almost over. We have the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat. So we have LeBron James against his old team that he played with for only four years. This is LeBron's tenth NBA Finals appearance. He's only three and seven. No, three and six. We'll get to our predictions, but let's do a little preview first. So I know you're more of a Lakers guy than Heat guy right now. So I'll throw it at you. Who is the Lakers' biggest X factor and what is their biggest weakness going into this series? So so I hate to be the the uh what do you call it? The dumb one, but when you mean by X factor, you mean the reason why they, they need to win. So what player is going right, to okay. play the biggest role? Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe not the biggest role, but he's going to be the reason he's going to be the X factor. Okay. Yes. Just, I just wanted to clarify. No, that's, I that's know a good clarification. Um, I think what needs to happen is, I think from the last, the Nuggets and, and Lakers, I mean, yeah, Nuggets and Lakers that we watched, um, mm-hmm. LeBron just needs to step the hell up. I mean, there's been so many times where, Anthony Davis has been the star player. And then you also have Dwight Howard, who's come out of his shell and has done a big amount of rebounding and putbacks. And then you also have Rajon Rondo, who has also came back and gone a lot. You pay this guy. Rondo learned how to shoot the three. Right. Like, and then you have LeBron, who's considered one of the best players ever and is only scoring less than 10 points a game. Now, I'm not saying points are the most important thing, but... During in the clutch, like you should be going to him every time. And I, I think that's the biggest X factor is that he has to be the LeBron James that we've known. We need to be playoff LeBron again. Like I, I feel like we've not we're not seeing playoff LeBron and understandably because he has a lot of supporting team players. But then again we look at the Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving was a supporting role player for him at the time. And then uh, at the Heat, you have Bosch, Wade, Allen, all these people that made a significant impact for when he played for the Heat. So I think LeBron just needs to play like LeBron is destined to play. Yeah, I think that's fair because, you know, we've seen at times Anthony Davis take over. And then game five, LeBron was insane, had like a 38-point triple-double. He really is the one that's going to set the tone. If he plays well, they'll have a chance. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Now, what do you think their biggest weakness would be? Their biggest weakness to me, and I think this is kind of the the heat. Like it's it's like a I hate to like cross over between the two teams. 
they have, at least in my opinion, the Lakers, they have two great players. The Heat have five great players. And not in the sense against with talent, but you never – I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about Tyler Hero and um, who's who's another player? Tyler uh, Hero. Duncan Robinson. Duncan Jimmy Robinson, Butler. Jimmy Butler, uh, Bam Abadeo. Adebayo, I believe Adebayo, it is. Yeah, and yeah. Amari Stardemeyer. Like, you have all these players that play a significant role in the, the Miami Heat. And I think it's just significant that we have to see the rest of the Lakers team step up and play like the Los Angeles Lakers in comparison to the Heat. So if one person has it, it again, if LeBron James has a shitty game, then the rest of the team is going to have a crappy game unless somebody steps up. But again, what are the odds? Because we found that out when the Nuggets were playing and Nuggets won one game, two game, two games, one game, one game. They won one game. And that was because LeBron wasn't stepping up or Anthony Davis wasn't doing well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. I think definitely the Lakers, you know, it's, it's if LeBron and AD don't play well, they don't have a shot. So I'm going to go to the Heat. I'm going to say their biggest X factor is going to be Andre Iguodala. The people forget Iguodala's on the team. He kind of like showed yeah, up right? in the conference finals. But this was a guy that won finals MVP. He's probably going to get a lot of minutes on LeBron. So if he doesn't perform well defensively, offensively, if he scores a basket here or there, I think the Heat will be happy. They're not going to look for 20 points from him. But he's going to have to play well defensively. That's going to be their biggest X factor. I think the Heat's biggest weakness is the combination of two things. One is inexperience because other than Iguodala and Udonis Haslam, who, by the way, is still playing for the Miami Heat, they're the only guys that have finals experience, whereas the Lakers, obviously they have LeBron. They don't have a lot either, but they have LeBron who's played in 10. Dwight Howard's played in some rondos, won some champ, uh, championship. So the Heat's inexperience is going to catch up to them. And also, I don't think the Heat have like a set lineup that can play in crunch time. Mm-hmm. So they have Adebayo, who's going to guard AD. Iguodala is probably going to guard LeBron. But then after that, you would expect Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero to be on the floor. And then they have a decision, is it Duncan Robinson who can shoot? But then you don't have a point guard on the floor. Or is it Goran Dragic, and then you don't have as much shooting on the floor? So I think that's going to be it. Spolstra is going to have to play it game by game and see, okay, do we need shooting? Do we need to come back? Or do we need a guy that's going to set the offense and get us in gear? I think that's going to be a combination of their biggest weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, to, to piggyback off the inexperience, I really hope Eric Spolstra, with his experience with the finals itself, he's the one person that's going to have the experience and the, the guidance to try to advise this young and inexperienced team to the playoffs. I mean, I, I what I really love about the Heat, I, I've always loved the Heat. Like, there's never been a chance when LeBron wasn't playing and was playing with the Heat. Like, I think it was just because of my high school colors were red and black. Heats were red and black, too. <laughs> so I've always had a liking. Dwayne Wade has always been one of my favorite players. Same. I think the thing that I really like the most about the Heat is the fact of how welcoming they were to Jimmy Butler. Um, especially because I've seen like the quotes around, like, they made me feel like a team player. They made me feel like a teammate. They made me feel like a valued player. Whereas the Sixers, the Timberwolves, you always saw those news stories of going out of Butler fighting with other teammates and not working around. And yet you see this really nice story of the Heat welcoming Jimmy in open arms, even with some of the negativity that was going on back with his previous teams. No, I agree. I think uh, they really did embrace Jimmy Butler as the leader of this team. 
And I think he's made a name for himself, probably a top 15 player now. And I think we have seen Spolstra step into the role of best coach in the NBA. I think he's really taken that over from Coach Pop. Uh, before we move on to football, you want to give a prediction of the finals? Who's going to win how many games? I'm going to say Lakers in six. Okay, that's that was literally my exact prediction. Yeah. <laughs> They've won in five, I think, in every series. I but I like... think I think the Heat are a little more complete team. They're they're on a roll right now, and I, mean, I think six is a good number. I tried going back to the episode when we were saying like, okay, if the NBA playoffs were today, back episodes back, and I said that did I think I said the Heat? I, I knew the Bucks. I I made the prediction that the Bucks were going to go on. But then I also made the prediction that the Lakers were going to go on. Yes. But then I said, oh, gosh, I, I think I said the Heat was going to beat the Celtics at one point. I think you did. I yeah, think I think I did. that's right. Yeah. I had the Clippers and Bucks, so I was off on that. Also, mm-hmm. did you see Doc Rivers is out with the Clippers? I did see that. Did you see Philly is interested in Doc Rivers? Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. So that would be very interesting. And then Ty Lue is favored to go to the Clippers. I'm surprised they let go of Doc Rivers just because it was a bubble season. And it was his first season with Paul George and Kawhi. That didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Somebody somebody made a really good point that I follow. His name's Chris Smoove. <laughs> okay. Great great guy. Plays NBA 2K. Like, much better player than I am. Uh, <laughs> with him, he was saying how the mentality of the bubble was the key factor in all these playoffs, all these games. Uh, when the coronavirus hit, there was a story going out that Jimmy Butler actually bought basketball hoops for all of his players so that way they can continue practicing even during the pandemic. And then the players were allowed to bring family to uh, the bubble, per se, but Jimmy Butler did not bring any family members to the bubble because he said this was a business trip. And the mentality works it you know it, yeah. most games are, are more mental than they are physical and i you know i, I it, it's been a weird season but i don't i don't think it's not a surprise that it's been a weird season but it's just very interesting how this mentality has played a huge role in the success of both teams no i agree he very is much so like this is basketball this is my business i'm gonna go out and win he's he, not many guys think like jimmy butler you're, you're getting paid to play <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, oh, before we move on to football, I have a, I added this last minute. I don't know if you saw, but we're going to do who tweeted. So let me pull out the tweet. This is an easy one. Like, don't overthink this one. Okay. It's it's pretty simple. It is about basketball. It is about the Lakers. The tweet says, now this was two days ago during the conference finals game five. LeBron is so great when his team is clearly in command. Who tweeted? Was it a Hall of Famer? No, it is a sports journalist, I guess you could call him. We've talked about him before. Skip Bayless? Yes. It was oh, Skip yeah. Bayless. Yeah, there we go. Ah, Skip, all has, around. Skip has just been going off on how ever since the Clippers lost, LeBron's just won his title. And Skip is just skip's not gonna let this one slide he's not gonna count this because it's a bubble lebron got the rest yada 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 shut up skip nobody cares i did see uh the nba unveiled their nba finals uh court for the bubble i I like it i like it i like it but i liked it better when they had like the logo and then they had the nba trophy on the floor Mm -hmm. that was just cool because that made you feel like it's the finals right that was a missed opportunity there Mm -hmm. So let's finish up sports segments with a little football talk. 
Uh, I'll start off my Thursday night prediction. I am. I'm not getting the scores right, but I'm three and zero. This week is the Broncos Jets again. Not a great game, but we're not football shaming. We're happy that football is happening. The Titans are having a little bit of a COVID outbreak. They might not play on time on Sunday against the Steelers. So let's enjoy football while we have it. I'm going to say the Broncos beat the Jets because the Jets are just god awful. I'm going to say, geez, I don't know, 21 to 13. Very low scoring because both offenses stink. Uh, speaking of stinking, the Eagles stink big time. They tied with the Bengals this past week. <laughs> Ties in football suck, just like ties in soccer suck. It's like, yeah, I knew you were going to say yeah. that, jackass. <laughs> and Carson Wentz did not have a good game. Uh, he's having a very rough season. And I'll get into why I feel bad for Carson Wentz in a second. But the big story was last week in the news, Colin Cowherd saw a video of Carson Wentz doing a press conference with his hat on backwards and said that that is a lack of leadership. By, by Carson Wentz. So Colin Cowherd, let me see if I can pull up the exact quote. There was an article that talked about it from the Yahoo Sports. The headline's awesome. I, TV I'm just clown. The, year, the URL that you have, and I'm like, wait, is that really the sports article? It, yeah, the headline is. from Yahoo Sports reads, TV clown gives incoherent rant on Carson Wentz. Internet laughs at him. So I actually watched Colin Cowherd live on TV while he was doing this. The video is absolutely hysterical. So basically he's saying if you are a franchise quarterback, let's say you go to meet sponsors, you would want your hat on forward because it seems proper. And then he was like, oh, Bank of America CEO, nice to meet you. Severon CEO, nice to meet you. He's like, if you come in hat backwards, then his whole mentality is like, yeah, we slung some beers back with the boys. <laughs> Listen. Just because he wore his hat back backwards does not make him a bad person. Doesn't mean he's not a good leader. Some people just like the fit better. And I hate to say it, but if you're doing brand deals with the player, are you really actually playing for the team? Or are you playing that, for the player? And also, you're not going to wear what you wear to practice right. to a business meeting. You're going to wear something nice. Like You're not going to wear a hat to a business meeting. Now, it's Colin Cowherd, he's always been a hat forward guy. And someone made a good point. We should be concerned when Colin Cowherd is not making an argument about this. Like, this is just his his shtick. Like, this okay. is what Colin Cowherd does. Uh, so if we can go to talk Carson Wentz for a little bit, I feel bad for Carson Wentz. I don't. <laughs> well, here's why. Like, I, I'm happy. Not happy. I'm Well, yeah, I'm happy the Eagles are losing because I don't <laughs> like the Eagles. But Eagles fans gave the team a pass for the past two years because they won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz does not get enough credit for that Super Bowl run. Now, while he did not win that Super Bowl because he was injured, he he was going to win the MVP if he stays healthy. I think it was week 14, week 13, tears his ACL in L.A. against the Rams, out for the season. But they got the number one seed that year because of Carson Wentz and the way he played. Now, it's two years removed, three years removed. Nick Foles is gone. Carson Wentz is playing bad. And the fans, I have... Eagles fans that I talked to, they were already losing confidence from Carson Wentz. And I understand he's not playing well, but it's three weeks into the season with no training camp. They need to calm down a little bit. And I think Carson Wentz is going to be a good quarterback, but I don't think it's going to be with Philly because I think the fan base and the team's going to bail on him too quick. Like people forget how great he was during that Super Bowl run. And just because he got injured, he doesn't get enough credit for it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I could I could say he doesn't get enough credit. 
I just think that it's unique that it's it's just it's just boiling down to this now. Like I mean, Philly is Philly. You're not gonna get you like you can't get any worse than Philly fans. But That's true. I I think it's just very interesting that it's not as yeah. I yeah I agree with you. Yeah, and it, I, I'm glad that Philly fans are back to being Philly fans because for a few years they were giving the team a pass. And it's like, right. what, just because you win one Super Bowl doesn't mean you can't just be Philly. So they're mm-hmm. back to being Philly. Philly, Philly. Yes. Another sports story that we had. So we talked about the injuries last week. There was a lot of them. There was a story that came out that the Chargers starting quarterback Tyrod Taylor was dealing with broken ribs. So before the game against the Chiefs last week, they went to give him a pain injection in his rib area. And it went south because the team doctor gave him the shot and punctured his lung. That's freaking scary. Very scary. Now I saw I read the article today and Tyrod Taylor was not mad, which how do you not get mad? I... The dude gave you a shot, punctured your lung. How does I don't want to Are you a doctor? A, no, I know we're <laughs> in a pandemic and people don't or a lot of people are unemployed. Would you be comfortable getting another shot from this dude? If no. you were just anyone, no. like how do you, how do you trust him to do this again? I know it, like people say it happens cause you can't exactly know, but I feel like there's enough information out there that you should know exactly where to give the shot. It's almost like it's a Yelp review for a restaurant. Would you go to a restaurant that has so many bad reviews? Would you have a doctor do procedures with you with so many bad reviews? You no, you don't. Like, <laughs> and especially this guy kind of now lost his starting job because he wasn't able to play. I would be very pissed. I don't know how he's just taking this lightly. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be a follow up soon. I'm I'm sure there'll probably be some follow up. I I the story came out like end of last week. I still haven't heard one. It's mm. I, I I the the team said they're not mad at him. Like he's not losing his job, which that's fine. I'm not saying he should lose his job, but there should be some sort of repercussion for it. I hate to say it, but mistakes are made and i guess like i like it's tough because it's health and like you need to be 100 percent on it as far as like you doing the right thing um yeah, yeah it's tough That's it's it's, it's a weird scenario it's just hopefully we don't have another story like this hopefully tyrod gets healthy soon and hopefully the guy learned the lesson maybe you know like we said mistake like, like you said mistakes happen maybe it was just a fluke thing yeah so that's about all the sports that we have for today. It is time for Take It. So last week we did the new rendition of Take It that we're not going to do every week. I like so that. Th- I, I I did too. And, uh, you know, we had good feedback on it. So we're going to bring that back. And next week we have something different than Take It. So stay tuned for that. But for this week, we have a regular debate. I'm intrigued to see where this one goes. And I'm going to let you answer first. It was, uh, who would you rather be? Oh, gosh. The hero or the sidekick? Ah, man. I, I do have to say, before before I make my statement, is the fact that we made a statement earlier in the show about making it to October, and then we actually cut off our podcast halfway yeah, through. Yeah, that is for That is weird. That. Jeez. Some bad but before we end the podcast. Right um well So hero or sidekick? I would be I would be a hero. Um I think just for the simple fact of of I guess my leadership experience. 
Like, I've never been a supporting player. I feel like in most cases, I've always been the person to be that person, the go-to person. Um, I'm never, I'm never, a, I'm, what am I, what am I trying to say, Mike? I'm never <laughs> against a sidekick. Let's put it that way. But the side, like, I'm very picky with my sidekick, I guess, if that's the, that's the phrase. But I, I would go with a hero. Okay, so let me rephrase this. So, like, would you rather be, when I think a hero, like, I'm not talking, like, work stuff. I'm so you talking, think, like, like, Batman and Robin. Yes, that's the exact same. So would you rather, so would be, you rather be a superhero or, or... No, would you rather be a really good hero or the sidekick? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I want to be Batman. Like, I... <sighs> so I think, like, I would be the sidekick. Now, maybe it's, again, our personalities. I feel like it's a personality. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you're the hero, you have a giant bullseye on your back. Like, you're always going to have the villain come after you. Well, yeah. If you're the sidekick, you get some credit, but you don't have as big as a target on your back. Like, you can kind of, like, slide by life and be like, all right, I can be helpful when I'm needed, but I'm not needed 24-7, and I can pick and choose what to do, and people don't always care about me. But let's put it this way, Matt. The fact that, what if, what let's say this, the hero gets captured. The sidekick is responsible for releasing the hero. Yes, that's fair. And then you got to step up to the point. But you're not always going to have to be the one to save the day. Yeah, but I feel like that target on the back, like, it's... What What does Batman say? I forget. It was like, uh, oh, it's not... It's not who's where... No. It's not the costume. It's... Frick, I'm going to do another Batman. Yeah, I don't, I don't know this. Quote. I said, I I said to... it episodes back. Uh, Batman quote. It is not... It, okay uh it is not it's not who i am underneath but what i do that defines me like i feel like having that big target on the back like yes you're supposed to do those big targeted things like the joker coming after you the riddler the penguin like all these things like yes you're taking in that because you accepted quote that position as being the hero like sidekick is kind of like hey like I can help. <laughs> like, I, I think, again, it goes back to the personalities. I just am never, I don't think I'm ever that person that's like, yeah, I can, I can help. Like, I feel like there's so many times where I'm like, so like conflicted with myself because when it comes to assisting with something, I know I'm bringing this back to work because work's been on the mind. Like, I feel like when I'm trying to assist something, I'm not at my fullest potential because I know I can be that hero. I know I could be that lead person in that project slash thing to do. That's fair. That's a that's a fair argument. I think I would also choose a sidekick because if we're looking from like a a hero, like a saving the day, maybe superhero, really good hero, as in case of Batman, um, it's easier for you to keep your identity if you're the sidekick. Oh yeah, because like no one gives a shit about you. <laughs> well, at least fans don't give a shit about Matt, you. I give a shit about you. <laughs> well, I'm just like Robin. Like we all know, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Dude, the sexual Who plays Robin? tension. What's this, the name of Robin? Depends on the Batman movie. Is that is that true? I thought Robin was the same the whole time. No, he he's oh, had man. different actors. Damn. Well, it's that. like Adam West. That's crazy. Adam West was you had Adam West. I think you had Robert Rodriguez at one point. You then had, um, oh gosh, he was another one. I don't even remember. Anyway, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh, you yes. know, yet so many. Well, those are actors, but they're still Bruce Wayne. Right. But. That's what I'm saying. No one knows the name of Robin. 
But would you rather books. be secretive or would you rather be, you know, out there? Oh, oh, I'd rather be secretive. I don't want people to know. I feel like, like I, you can do that's like living two different lives. Like if you're Batman, you're going to be thinking constantly of when you got to be Batman. It's if like you're that, Robin. You can be like, all right, I can sleep in late today. Like whatever. If Batman needs me, he'll give me a call. It's literally like that. It's literally like that one. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know where my where my direction was coming from as far as uh, what I was going to say. It was, oh, um, it's like <laughs> sales associate by day, but a sidekick by night. <laughs> type of, yeah, type no, of you deal. can really live like two lives. But like I, being the hero, like you have an all day job is being the hero. Not always. I mean, Spider-Man has like a, a day job working for the Daily Bugle in front of yeah. J. John Jameson. It's yeah, still, okay. It's still but like and that's the thing. He had a he had such a struggle. To hide his identity yeah. because uh, I can't think of his boss's name at the time. Kept wanting to, to bring back or Spider-Man to justice. I, ha- I have to ask you something. Okay. Do you feel like who has the biggest sex appeal out of Batman? What do you mean? Like actor wise, like who has like the biggest sex appeal? Um, I don't. Mm, that's tough. I would honestly probably go with Robert Pattinson, the new one. Robert Pattinson. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's the new Batman. I saw a clip of that. looks really good. I feel like just because the Twilight movie, there was that whole Team Edward versus Team yeah, Dad. Pat, not Patrick. Patrick. Shit. I don't know. I, I've never Twilight, seen Twilight, right? <laughs> but anyway, people know him from Twilight, and there's a big sex appeal by both of those characters. So I feel like he'd probably take the cake right now. Yeah. I... I'll talk to you later about why I asked you that. So okay. <laughs> also, I, I brought up Spider Man. Um, Toby Maguire remains. Oh yeah, all the way. No, not Toby. Toby. Is it Toby Maguire? Toby Maguire, the original yeah. one. Two, Rema- three. Yes, yeah. remains the best Spider Man of all. Oh yeah, I, not when he was dancing at three, but like certainly one and two. Uh, Tom Holland's good. I like Tom the new Tom great. Holland ones. He is great, but nothing beats Toby Maguire's Batman or Spider Man. Right. So, well. Hopefully, we'll be able to get this out on our social media. Make sure you follow us on our Facebook and Instagram page at Funny Business Entertainment. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Funny Business EN. Uh, you can check out our YouTube page. I highly recommend because I really didn't mention this during our, our the the part in which I froze. Uh, you should check out our YouTube channel because we post all these episodes uh live recorded even when we have a internet outage issue uh it's gonna be pretty interesting how i put that together but i can't um, wait <laughs> matt always gets surprised when i make the videos <laughs> and that's like kind of the funniest thing for you so um but yeah next week we got some ne- exciting things wait sh- sugar honey mm-hmm. iced tea we have some exciting things next week i don't even remember <laughs> next week i meant to ask you before the show if it was still happening uh, hell yeah dude it's it's happening <laughs> We're going to announce it? Nah. We'll let it go. We'll, we'll we'll little let cliffhanger? A little cliffhanger. That's fine with me. So, That's fine with me. Tune in next week. You certainly would want to. But until next time, guys, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>